of ways that we can we can you know kind of counteract client scope creep. But but what if it's what if it's coming from inside the house? You know, <laughs> so, Ooh, yeah, that's the scariest of all the stories. It's coming yeah. from inside the house. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Welcome to Effing Up. It's a Drupal podcast about those times in your life where a mistake, sometimes a little mistake, sometimes uh, a big, huge one. Uh, we're not discriminating here. The only rule is that the mistake had to lead to something better. Uh, was it a life lesson? Was it a whole new approach to your project? Um, a better understanding with a client or vice versa? Client to, to, to a project manager. Um, I am joined by Becky's uh, wonderful director of marketing, Shafali Shetty. Hi, Shafali. Hi, Jim. And I guess I need to introduce myself, right? My name is Jim Barnhouse. I'm vice president of sales and marketing at Specky. Shafali, how long have you been at Specky? Oh, right since forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> since the beginning. Okay. So our, our first example of, of, uh, of a effing up, our first, first version of this is coming from a very esteemed guest, Michael Weaver. Welcome. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Shafali. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I am an expert at effing up. I'm pretty good <laughs> at this. <laughs> it, it says here you are a VP of operations at SpecB. Is that right? That's right. I've been here since 2018. Uh, before that, I was a developer for going on 20 years. So been in the industry for a little bit. Right. Yeah. And obviously, you and I work together pretty often. We all work yeah. together pretty often. Um, for this first run, we decided to try to do this internally. And we've all got good stories about about failure, I think. Um, but let's start off with the word failure. Like, so uh, as I was kind of thinking through this, this, uh, the idea of this podcast, um, I realized that failure kind of means something to, to different. It means different things to different people. So what does that that F word mean to you, Michael? It's <laughs> a loaded question. You're waiting for the they uh, uh me to be offensive but um, but i'm not going to be um no i i mean everyone experiences failure um you know we talk about it with our our kids all the time i mean you, you don't you can't experience success unless you experience failure you don't know you won't know the difference right um and it's really in perspective so looking at something that doesn't go your way um oftentimes it's just you know an opportunity that's the the easy way to look at it but it's really you know everything is learning experience even when you when a, a, a project is a success um there's so many little failures along the way um there's so many things you could have done better there's so many ways to improve and especially in in web development where we're doing you know large projects um large projects that involve you know sometimes up to maybe 10 people on one team and 10 people on another um all working together someone's going to fail along the way and you know the real trick is uh recognizing it and getting past it so failure to me is is not really so much failure as it is um just a, a stumbling block on the way right and you know the funny thing is you know when we kind of pitch this idea of a podcast to the rest of the spec b uh, world, they were like, "Wait a minute, what? You're going to do a podcast on failing? Uh, that's maybe not the best, the best marketing technique." Uh, however, uh, I, you know, I, 
I, I think the the hope of of doing this podcast is is that that people ex- can accept their failures. Um, they can hear about other people's failures and learn from those. Like if we can save you from a failure uh, because you hear one of our own or a guest failure, um, does does that save you from doing it yourself and then improving? Which is what we feel happens when you do fail. I was thinking this morning about this just a sports analogy, which is what a lot of people go to, especially here in the U.S. Um, you know, practice. If you think about it, at any sport, at its core, uh, practice is just failing over and over again and learning from your mistakes and improving, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I think the, there's a weird, uh, going back to the sports analogy, I think there's a weird anomaly because we, we say people like Tom Brady are champions because they refuse to fail, right? Or that they don't accept it. Um, but I wonder from from their perspective, if that's really what they they feel, I would suspect it's 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 more how we define failure, um, because it's not like Tom Brady just had those skills gifted to him and born to him. He wasn't like coming out of the womb throwing throwing footballs 40, 40 yards. Uh, uh, he worked at it, and and inherently there is failure within that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think everybody so, yeah. talks so much. Everybody talks so much about success and you know how they got to be successful, and there's so much banter about that. But nobody really talks about failures. And like you said, Jim, that was one of our uh, main goals was to get people talk about their failures. So it's not a taboo. You know, being uh, having a failure is not that bad as you might think because. Once you had a failure, you always learn from it. So that's what I believe. Right. I agree. I 100% agree. And, and uh, it, in fact, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into this. I, I think the, if, Shafali, if you were to ask me, do you have, do you have a question? You, you have a question, right? Because there's one you brought up earlier. And I was like, don't ask me before we start this thing. But uh, there, you know, what do, do I have any like failures? Do I have a, a failure that I think of when... Yeah. Uh, when when I think about this, and the funny part is, I don't, I don't think, I don't think about <laughs> th- those failures. Like I can't come up with one because not that I don't fail. I think I fail all the time, but I just don't look. At uh, I think I well, I automatically have that sense that a failure is a uh, when you say failure, it's a it's a bad thing. It's a negative, but I don't look at them that way in real life. But you know. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. When somebody goes, oh, you failed at that. Uh, maybe I did, but not to me. Immediately, I'm going, oh, no, this is just an opportunity for me to learn how to not. Just like what we've been saying. But because of that mindset, and I've really only got that mindset in maybe the last 10 years of my life. Because of that mindset, I barely recognize when I do fail, I think. I think I, I can go, something went wrong there. And what did it? And then I immediately start digging into it and going, okay, oh, okay, let me, I know what happened there. I know, let me think of a process so that doesn't happen the next time. Um, it's kind of like a, a you know, research and development process, right? Uh, that, that's, that's what they're doing too. They're trying things and then seeing if something worked, if it did, all right, let's note that and let's, let's improve on it. Or if it failed, let's improve on that. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have a specific one, but I'm curious if you do, Shafali, before we get into Michael, 
I do. I do. I have. But then, yeah, I mean, I right now I have that, you know, solution sort of a mindset that, you know, if something fails, I know that there's a solution for that. So it's not a big deal. But then there have been a few ventures of mine where I have seen failures and that at that moment, that made me feel bad. But now when I look back at it, I feel I'm actually, I'm actually here because of all of those failures. You know, there was like, for example, I had started this uh, a website called judgebetter.com and it was the, uh, it was a site where you, uh, <clears throat> you can compare hosting providers. You can see uh, their features, their prices. Um, I could not put in too much time there and uh, it seemed like it was not working out after some time. So I stopped doing that. But then I did learn so much about social media, about marketing, because I felt that was like my own baby, right? So I was going all out and marketing it. And that's where I really learned a few good uh, marketing ideas and you know things that i also implement now so i you think up your skills yeah it's yeah, yeah it's practice right yeah. yeah i uh that's interesting because i think probably how and i'm curious to find this if to find this out if it's real i wonder if it's um if it's how you feel about the failure at the moment if it makes it you know, it, is it is it your view of the mistake that makes it what what we would what generally the world considers a failure, um, or is it if you look at it in a positive way that's that's the growth? It's someone looks at it and they're like, oh look, you just grew rather than you just messed up. You know, I, I think it's probably how you react to it in the moment. I don't know. Did we just did we just figure this whole thing out and just can end the podcast now? Podcast over. No. End. Let's dig into your, I mean, so Michael, we asked you to come with a failure, uh, just the concept of the, the podcast is, hey, tell us a moment where you you messed up and where, how that improved you in some way. And I'm curious to how this will go. Do you, do you have a, do you have a pretty good one, you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually have like really an organizational one. It's it's uh, me plus uh, Spec B. So, um, oh, you know, great. it's not. I don't think it's embarrassing. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it it it, it shows a lot of positive aspects for us. Um, but it's more, um, it's almost a, a fear of failure uh, story more than it is a failure story. Um, Ooh, because interesting. It, okay. In a way, it was. I think that is a play be, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that you know you, you think about that a lot. There's a lot, a lot of fear of success and fear of failure um, that goes along. Um, and part of it is you know defining success. Um, so I mean, you can't know what success is without failure. You can't know what failure is without success. So this particular uh, episode of our professional lives um, was actually a really important client for us, and still is. Um, we've been working with them since. 2018 um and i've i've been working with um some people there for since like 2001 so um off and on so it's an old contact of mine but the company's called uh great southern homes um home builder in south carolina and georgia um and, you know we've been with them since uh specky's been with them since they were a tenth of the size um so they were 
um, what, 40 million revenue, I believe, when we started working with them. Now they're 600 million. So they're wow. much, much larger, uh, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different uh, uh, challenges. But when we first started working with them, um, you know, we, we were, we were rock stars, right? That we, we, we were saviors. We, we came in and, um, you know, they had so many problems with their website and we saved them from these major issues like buggy software, uh, malware ridden site, um, things like that. So when we first started working with them, they were at wit's end, they were going to have to restart and rebuild. And, and at the time, you know, housing wasn't doing so great. So <laughs> they were, they were kind of desperate. Um, but, so were, they, know, we, we, sorry, were they on Drupal, uh, Michael, before they came? Yeah, they were, uh, you know, this, this isn't even the failure part. This is, this is us being success. <laughs> they they were actually on Drupal 7, um, but uh, I don't know if you remember, Shafali, but they had a another version of Drupal 7 embedded inside Drupal 7. And inside <laughs> that one, there was another version wow. installed inside of that one. It was the most bizarre uh, technical circumstance we had come across. Um, but and it, they were so far behind, and there was malware everywhere. It was it was it was terrible. So we rescued from them from that. But that wasn't even the the bad part. Um, so we got to a part a point where you know they they started asking us, well, what can we do with the site? And so we had to have a lot of uh, you know heart to hearts with them and and. We said, well, really, what you need is a full redesign. You know, you're you're going to be you know, best served if we really tackle this holistically. Um, and this is a big step for them because they had been burned by their previous developers, um, and they had uh, they really didn't have the appetite for it. You know, <laughs> so we we you know had this you know long drawn out conversations with them, and finally they decided, hey, let's go for it. And so we went for it and it, it started so well. It really did. Um, we were, we went through like proper UX practices and proper, you know, like identifying users and user types oh, yeah. and doing, talking about the journey, you know, it was, it was, right. it was a case study. It was a case study in yeah. the making. And, you know, we were, we have, you know, all the, all the beautiful hand drawn uh, versions of their pages and, and how things would work. Um, and that's, that's almost where where our failure started. Like we, uh, not that we bit off more than we could chew. We we did too much. <laughs> um, too much. Too like, much. We took too much. Too much. Like big, you, yeah. you, what do you mean by too much? Like give me give me more on that. Like, well, you, well, just for are... perspective, right? For perspective, oh. um, spec we really started pushing uh, for uh, into the U.S. in 2018. Um, so this is our first big us client um and we'd already you know done you know a lot to help their bottom line um so we were looking at this this is a, a big opportunity for us um so this is a, a big big uh, uh client um and bigger than anything we've done with them before uh, like i would say probably 10 or 15 times as big um so they they had pressure on us we had pressure on ourselves but right. what happened was, and I don't know if anybody, I've, I've never experienced this before in my life, but uh, we, we scope creeped ourselves. Uh, scope creep is when you like, you, <laughs> the client usually comes and says, 
hey, you know, you're 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 making that widget, you're making that module, you're making that that little button. Well, yeah, you know, why don't we move that a little bit to the right? What do we make it bigger? And what if we instead of a button, we do a whole CTA? And what if what if uh, you know there's a video that goes with it, right? Um, you know, very very quickly, a small project gets larger and larger. Um, but we did it to ourselves. <laughs> there's so many uh, ways that we can we can you know kind of counteract client scope creep. But but what if it's what if it's coming from inside the house? You know, <laughs> so, Ooh, yeah, that's the scariest of all the stories. It's coming yeah. from inside the house. Yeah. Okay, I love it. And so I mean, you know, and and what happened was, I mean, this was we had a big team working on it, um, and. It, it came up that we were like, uh, I believe it was like uh, maybe two months before launch. Um, and, you know, we, we were not hitting our milestones um, and the milestones were changing because we were the ones changing them. Um, oh and it wasn't even, yeah. it wasn't the client's fault at all. It was, it was us. Um, and so we were adding on features. We were saying, hey, wouldn't it be great if we did this? And don't they really need this? Um, you know, what if everyone got notified when a new customer signed up and there was, right. there was we were going far beyond. You were um, going all out. Yeah, yeah, you were saying like you we, wanted to show you were trying to show off. Yeah, and, we, and I'm definitely not saying we were perfect, like oh, we we're so good that we we you know, were adding on features. No, it was it right. was that we were adding on features and we couldn't get them done because we hadn't planned on them. <laughs> so um you know, there's that, that saying, you know, uh, 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 when, when you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Um, and that's that's where we, we, we got ourselves to. We were about, I think, two months out and we said, there's there's four to six months left on this. Um, and that's Oof. a hard conversation to have with yourselves, but it's even harder with the client. Um, right. And was that the moment? Was that the moment time, when you realized you made you had the mistake? There was like that was, well, where... it was the client saying, "Hey, are we still on track to launch this in June?" And <laughs> we had to look at it honestly and say, "Oh gosh, no." Um, so <laughs> we uh, wow, yeah, we had to do a lot of uh, um, I guess honest introspection. I guess that's a good term for it, right? We had mm. to really look at it and say what what's going on how how can we get to the end and how did this happen um and how that happened was the uh i guess the most eye-opening part because none of us saw it you know going on except for i think we had a project manager who was pulling his hair out right uh, <laughs> but right. but overall like everyone else was so enthusiastic about it that we we dug ourselves in a hole and couldn't get out um so yeah, 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 we were trying to do yeah. too much, um, and we, we were, we were, and we we hadn't you know even looked at it from a standpoint of you know we need more money, um, and it was it would be irresponsible for us to say to the client, hey, you know we added on too many things here, um, right? This <laughs> is going to cost you twice as much. You, you just can't do that. So. Um, we we did have an honest honest conversation with them though, and that was that was a a, a hard part because they were they had you know marketing behind it, they had plans yeah. behind launching in June, um, so we had to admit to our mistakes, you know, and that's that's always a hard conversation to have, right? Yeah, well, when you, but when you had that conversation, was there a 
did how did they how did they accept it were they like oh yeah well i guess we're getting all this bonus stuff or were they involved in the the bonus stuff and started picking they, they just probably had no no idea that it was that that was going to extend the the, the delivery right yeah right right i i think some of the uh people we were working with uh had some clue um, but they were like, well, well, push through it. And it was one of those where you just can't push through it. It's, it's too big. Um, right. And then, you know, a higher up, the higher you go in the organization, the less insight they have. So they just look at it and say, Hey, you're going to be how, how late? <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what, yeah. what are you talking now, about? Right. Um, I gotta, I gotta say, this story is making me feel stressed right now because I know that I, the experience of having to push off delivery date. But pushing it off like by three or four months, that's a that's a real push. Um, so what what was the um, how did you how did you come about making this a positive for them? Was it was it for a positive for them in the end? Was it? Positive yeah, yeah, it, was it, it actually was. So, so, you know, really, the, the, the hard part is having that that honest conversation with the client, right? You want to be able to say, here's where we are. We're sorry for this problem here's how we're going to solve it um and and i think that's that's a problem like professionally and personally a lot of people have is just saying sorry um not even like you know our sincerest apologies you know that that's really formal but just saying hey i'm sorry um this happened and here, here's how we're going to fix it you know we recognize our mistakes this is how we're going to move forward um there's a lot right. i mean that, you know, the same goes for, you know, your spouse, your kid, um, uh, the person you bump into at the, at the grocery store, right? Saying you're sorry mean, means an awful lot to people. Um, and meaning it. And meaning it. Of and meaning it. And, and also, yeah. you know, not, it's also not saying, uh, I'm sorry, but, or I'm sorry you feel that way, right? It's, right. it's really taking it on, on yourself. And, and to have that feeling and to be honest about it, you have to have that introspection. You have to say what what did we do wrong? Um, and, and not everything is a positive. You can't say, well, we, we tried too hard and that, that's why I'm sorry. No, it, it's, I'm sorry. We're not going to meet our deliverable. Um, this is, a, a, a big deal for us, you know, not meeting your needs. Um, so, you know, for this client, uh, great Southern homes, we, we had that conversation and it, it was, it was painful, you know, it's all, all those conversations are painful. Um, but us having a plan that really, really helped. Um, so we were able to, to plan out like, well, here's how we recover. Um, here's what was not originally included in this project. And we're not going to do that now, but that we're going to wait and do that at the end. You know, after we, we launched the site, after we launched this project and we're all happy, then we're going to have these add-ons and, and everyone's going to be key. happy with those. I think that's the key right. because when you not, not only do you say you're sorry, but if you recognize you've made a mistake and you need to, you need to have that conversation with somebody, it's, Hey, I'm sorry. Here's how we're going to be constructive about it and, and come at it with a, with a, uh, how we're going to either fix the problem or address it so that it becomes uh, a positive thing for for all of us, right? And sometimes we do have to even sometimes the constructive process is, hey, we're gonna we're, we're gonna take one here, right? Because we've created this issue and now we need to correct it, and that's gonna require us 
doing something, working harder on something, and hiring somebody, whatever, whatever that, that thing might be. Um, but because we're coming at with the, the hey, yeah, we made this mistake, but um, here's how we're going to try to make amends for it. That is a big, that's a big shift from just saying, I'm sorry, right? Sorry, we don't know right. what to do with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that makes total sense. But so the, um, in, in the end, how did the, how did the client feel about what, how you approached it? Um, I mean, well, that's, that's the, the kind of amazing part is, I mean, they, they really, really bought into it. Um, so, I mean, we, we kind of entered like, you know, sometimes you, you're working with a marketing director, you're working with, you know, the, the website uh, manager or the product owner and their boss and their boss's boss and their boss's boss's boss don't know. All they know is the, the deliverables aren't there. Um, this is right, not working right. for I've us. We spent stats. this money. Yeah. And so, right. you know, we're, we're in there with the boss's boss, um, in, in a, a meeting and, they were ready to go. You know, they were just like ready to, uh, you know, have a, a raised voice meeting. Um, let's just say that, right? Um, they they were, yeah. you know, coming in saying, "Do we need to bring someone else in for this project?" Um, right, right. Wow. And by the end, I mean they didn't say that, but but by the end they did say, "Hey, we, this is how we came in, but we like this approach." Um, so we had a new plan. Um, it was a, a, a both a, both a plan to finish. Um, and how we were going to staff it. Um, we, we talked about how we were going to do, you know, uh, change our, our regular check-ins to have more transparency in the process. Um, yeah, we, we use, you know, an agile methodology. They didn't even understand that um, at the boss's boss level, right? So we, we explained like, here's what you're going to see. And we're, and, you know, with that method, you know, we might fail in this two weeks, but that failure is going to be brought over to the, to the next, the next sprint. And then that next sprint, that's when we're going to, you know, make sure that we, we solve that for that problem. Um, so th even them understanding, you know, our, our methodology and how we work together um, was really, really positive. Um, it also helped, you know, we we brought in, it wasn't just, you know, me and, and the project manager. Um, it was me and the, and the CEO. Um, so it was a mea culpa from the very top to the bottom, right? So... Right. Uh, it was full transparency on our side, um, and they they really appreciated that. And since then, um, that was 2018. We're st they're still a client. Um, we're still doing That's big great. projects with them. Uh, we're we're they're mostly happy with us. You know, we have failures along the way. Uh, every project, um, you can you can. There's always going to be a stumbling block. Um, you know, yeah. not everything in life is a, a paved sidewalk. Sometimes there's you know it's really more of a of a cross-country trail right there's roots right. and rocks and things you drip over and yeah you so, just keep moving yeah so the so the the but the lesson for it, right so okay so that one turned out well oh, sure. yeah, in the end in the end it's it's we, we we uh delivered something that was better than expected and everyone's on the same page and it sounds like we course corrected mid midstream which is great which is what happens almost in any project I've ever worked on in my life? Um, but how did what, what, how did that change the way we did things going forward? So we didn't have that same issue come up of that. Uh, I mean, it sounds like uh, I, I know that doesn't happen now for us, right? Because I'm involved in all this now. But so what what changed at the time? A lot of it is is uh, managing expectations um, uh, internally. Um, 
And so, uh, especially with this client, you know, uh, what we've done is a lot of our work there has been generated by us. So we have ideas and we present ideas uh, for them because that's going to happen if you're if you're looking at a, a project from a uh, creatively from a holistic standpoint, like you're looking at the entire thing, uh, you're going to see things along the way, no matter how much work you do up front, that you can improve just a little bit more. Um, so really, it's it's sticking to uh, the current project, but also bringing up those opportunities as you go and saying, hey, after this is complete, let's get this big win together. And after this is complete, we were thinking about talking to you about this other option. Um, yeah. And that's, that's identifying those really within well. like, it's like that, because I mean, just to get a little bit into how, how, how the sausage is made, you've got your user stories, um, you've got, uh, and those are, those are determining how things are done and your UX and your design and how things should function. Um, and then, but there's like you're right. There's always something comes up as you're part, as you're designing or as you're implementing something. You go, oh wait a minute. So how should this work? I see it happen all the time in every single project. Um, and there's always the this is an easy way for us to do it. But here's an even better way we can potentially do it down the road. Do we build that into the to the scope now? Do we do we do a scope addendum, or do we uh, uh, do we save this for for a future project? And that's the conversation to have, right? Because you, it's easy right. for us to go, it's easy for us to say, well, maybe it's not easy for us to say, but I, I feel like it's easy for us to go, well, let's just throw that in there. And maybe there is some of that in every project, right? Where you go, oh, but this would be better for them. Um, let's approach them with it and we'll just kind of include it in the scope. Um, uh, but then, you know, sometimes that leads down a slippery path too. So it's, there is a, there is a, a choice made by the, maybe the account manager, the project manager that says, you know, where, where, where do we start going? And this is too far out of scope from what our original plan was. Um, how do we approach this going forward? Right. And, and honestly, the, you know, this is a very, uh, uh, we value the client, especially because th this is one of those clients where we are, we're able to kind of lead and be a partner in their design process or their, their, their online, um, um, all their own online engagement. So, we come to them with ideas that we see somewhere else or ideas that we have ourselves. Um, and sometimes they go, well, we don't need that. But other times they're like, yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. How do we, how do we get that done? Um, yep. And you know, so often in, in this industry and in other industries that you wait for the client to come to you and say, I need this done X, Y, and Z. And then they have, they have, you know, uh, uh, maybe uh, additional tasks, but this one, it's like, because we had this conversation and this problem, um, we're now at the point where we're not that we're driving the um, relationship, but it's it's really a, a partnership uh, more than any other. So um, we, you know, those are the kind of clients you want, right? I mean, that's the, that's absolutely that, the best relationships. That, that's where your best output comes from. Right, right, and. And we do some really, really cool work with them. And sometimes it's it's really impactful too. They, they're like, we didn't even think of that. Our, and the, mm -hmm. the best part is, you know, none of our our competition's doing this, and this is working really well for us. We're, you know, it, it makes you feel good. Um, that does. And, that does. And along the way, it makes you know, me, I'm not even involved in that, and that makes me feel good. So I'm. <laughs> and they did go, win Mike. a few. And they did win a few awards, I believe. Oh yeah. 
I, don't, I think they've won the same. They they're like six years running, I think, and one award. Um, so wow. Yeah, yeah, we're we get to pat ourselves on the back a little bit too. That that's always good. <laughs> Thank goodness you made that terrible mistake of of giving them more than what <laughs> what originally was planned. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. It, it, so that's the funny thing, you know. They, I wonder if they look at that as a as a, as a mistake or as, as us messing up still. If they would, um, or would they go? No, that was a great that was a great benefit in the in the long run for us. I, and th- again, that's the whole theme of this this podcast here is uh, those mistakes that 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 that. How do you turn those positive? Um, hopefully. Hopefully there's somebody out there listening to this that says, wow, that's happening to me right now. We keep on giving stuff to impress this client or to make ourselves look good and to do this type of work that we've never done before. We want to do it. Uh, and uh, maybe uh, maybe that, that sets them on the, the correct path, Michael. What if, that, what if you just saved somebody from having that one of those yelling? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope it does save someone uh, for some because I mean, other people obviously will have this problem. I mean, you always have the, ah, we screwed up this one, so we're going to give them this one. You know, th- we have this other idea we're going to do uh, for free. Um, that that happens to everyone. So I I hope that someone else does does have some um, some of these same experiences and they, that they maybe gain some insights from what we went through. Thanks. So the, the really the. The three lessons here that I've learned from your, can, the way you all turned around the disaster into a win is, I think, honesty. Um, you all had a disaster recovery plan and and transparency, <laughs> right? So you all were Transparency, transparent. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, transparency. And, and saying sorry. Always saying sorry and when 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 you mean it. If you if you don't mean it, you're you're a psychopath, right? So <laughs> at some point you have to say, "Wow, well, you know, I made a mistake, and I'm very sorry." Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a not a weakness. It's not a, a negative at all. It's it's a positive. It's it's recognizing where you are and where you made a mistake. Um, well, so yeah. it's it's being human, right? I mean, that's in the end that we. The, everybody who's working on this, unless unless there's some new chat GPT project, I know they're starting to code now. The, the, the AI is starting to code. Uh, I, it, we are human, and, uh, and and we're going to make mistakes. And it's as long as you approach it the proper way. In the end, you turn it to a positive. That's the goal. Um, thank you, Michael, for jumping on this first test run. I, I, I don't know how this will turn out once we once we watch it or hear it and get, it gets edited and we add some music. I imagine that the music playing over me right now. <laughs> huh? I don't know. I could, you know, let's just end it on, um, I'm the first failure. <laughs> You're the first failure. All right. <laughs> We're all the first failure. Yeah, I, I appreciate your time, Michael. Uh, and uh, thank you so thank much. You, uh, I, hopefully we have another one of these again um, in the future. Yeah. We'll talk about another failure. You certainly have more failures than just one, Michael, right? I mean, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I, I'm 12 this week. There we go. <laughs> well, great. We'll catch you next time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, Shafali, thank you for, for putting this all together. We will uh, we'll wrap this up and then uh, we'll start planning the next one. Oh, we'd love to have guests. Yeah, we are definitely going to be looking for guests. 
Uh, initially, of course, we're, 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 we're just inviting people who don't know about it. They're like, what am I going to talk about? Uh, yeah, you're going to talk about the mistake you made. But um, yeah, if you'd like to be a guest and hear this and you are interested and you've got a good story, we want to talk to you. So shoot us an email. What'd you say it was? Podcast at specb.com. Yeah. Podcast is like, good. I see we're already ahead of the game. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Talk to you next time. All right. Thanks. Bye.